Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Valerie Laurie, and I come back to welcome, welcome you to another episode of Refreshing Times. And so this is going to be part two of Practical Living. And so I did speak to you earlier, reference to this, and just really got excited and ran out of time. But I don't do want to come and present to you the rest of it because God is moving us somewhere, walking in faith in our everyday world. We've known God before or known of God, but now is the time for us to connect with the God whom we serve and then to walk out our lives in the faith, walking in him. And so we're coming into a time that when you look out, you can see so many different things happening in this world that God wants to get personal, very, very personal and very, very intimate with you in your everyday world and in your walk of life. So I wanted to continue to talk of what I had talked about before, but actually get to the scriptures that I had called out before. And I said that I wanted to come and talk to you from James chapter two, verses 14 through 26. And so we're going to jump around a little bit on that, but there's something that God wants you to see. Now, uh, the Bible talks about um, the just shall live by faith. And so if you are born again, and you already know Jesus as your personal savior, then you understand this concept of faith. But because I have listeners who may not know the Lord, let's talk about what faith is. And so faith is that trust uh, and confidence that we have in someone or something. That is the definition that's given in like the dictionary. And it says that faith is a belief and a trust in and loyalty to God. It's a belief in the doctrines of a religion and it's a firm belief even in the absence of proof. Faith is complete confidence. So faith has elements of trust, confidence, and proof. So then what does it mean to trust? We got to lay this out. When you trust something, you got a firm belief in the reliability of truth, the ability or the strength of someone or something. And then when you are confident, you got confidence in somebody, that's a feeling or a belief that one can rely on someone or something firm in trust. And then when you got proof of something, proof is evidence or an argument establishing or helping to establish a factor or the truth of a statement. So, when we stop and we talk about our faith, because we're connecting this with faith in God. So when we connect this to faith in God, then we believe in him. It means that we believe in God. That means that we trust God in what he's doing. We got confidence in God in what he's doing. And that our faith, our belief, that we have in a God who has transformed us, who has saved us, that is the proof. The fact that we believe and we see a change that has taken place in our life, that is the proof of the existence of God to us. So if you don't know God, 
then you can get to know him because God, the very fact that you are listening to this podcast right now, you didn't just stumble upon this podcast by accident. This is a God sent moment to you. And so my mandate is to come and tell the world. This includes both those who are saved and those who are not saved. What the spirit is saying to the church. So the church would be anybody who is a born again believer. If you are born again believer, then you're part of the church. Don't think of it in concepts of the church that is in your local community, but think of it as the body of Christ. So I invite all to listen because there are nuggets of truth that God wants to pour into his people and God is calling people unto him. He's calling the the unsaved and he's calling the saved to him. So uh, let me get this out of the way. If you want to be saved, you, you hook up with a local church or you listen to the podcast that I do or go and check me out on YouTube and you can see the things that I teach and that I preach. And there are many wonderful pastors out there and Preachers who are preaching the true word of God. Link up with the body of Christ somewhere if you're not saved. So I believe in Jesus Christ being the son of God. And so at the end of this broadcast, I want to open it up for those who want to get saved. But let's talk about faith right now. And let's talk about how God wants to move in your and my life in 20 and 23. And how it is that we got to be connected to this faith that we read about in the Bible, but we got to be so connected to it that when uh, we operate in our daily life, we see a benefit of God operating in our world. Now in the Bible, there is a definition that he gives of faith really. And it starts off in Hebrews and Hebrews one Hebrews 11 one and in the King James version it says now faith is the assurance is well it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the conviction the evidence of things not seen let me read that again it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Now, let me read it to you in the Amplified Version. So in the Amplified Version, it reads like this. It says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, And the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So when we stop and we look at this in the King James Version, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So Faith is substance. And so with us being in the earth 
and how we live. We're used to substance. We're used to substance. Making up things. Amen. So substance is the particles or the materials that something is made from. So substance is tangible. You can see it. You can touch it. So all around you is substance. Your house is substance. It's made up of materials. Your body is substance. It's made up of genes and molecules and all the things that God put into the body. Everything that we see is substance. Amen. So the world is substance. But all of these things came out of God. So when we connect with faith and even Hebrews 11 and 1 starts off by saying now faith is the the substance of things hoped for. So I want you to look at this in two ways. And I want to bring it right to you and to your to your life. When you are hearing and you're thinking, this is the way that the natural man thinks about it. When you keep having a thought in your mind that is a good thought, amen, it's something that will not leave you. Sometimes we think to ourselves that it's just us thinking. Sometimes we think that this is just me having thoughts or me thinking this thing. But in the spirit, God is a spirit. And what the word of God says, it says that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So the mind that Jesus Christ had was the mind of God. So in our Christian walk, we tend to just think of this as the concepts of following the the written scriptures, following the written word of God that we have in the Bible. But the mindset goes deep. Means that just as a baby is connected to the mama by the umbilical cord, then there is a connection that you and I have as the created beings of God. So in essence, all of us have that connection because whether you are born again or not, you were shaped and man was created out of the dust of the ground, created in the image of God. And then the breath of life was blown into man. God breathed in man and man became a living soul. But in the plan that God designed, when he gave man that ability to have dominion and when 
Adam and Eve fell in the garden. Then a better plan, a better covenant had to be put in place. So therefore Jesus was sent by God, the son of God, to come and to give his life on the cross as a sacrifice for man's sin and man falling. And so God gave a plan to pull man back into dominion with him to get forgiveness of sins. In the old covenant, you had to have the washings and the cleansings of the high priest and a sacrificial animal that was unblemished. His shed blood would be sacrificed for our sins to wash our sins away. And then the high priest would have to do this yearly. He would have to clean himself up. But that was not sufficient. So Jesus came, died on the cross, the perfect sacrifice, shed his blood for the remission of sins. And now you and I can go boldly into the throne of grace and talk directly to God. That's the plan of God. So because when you accept him, then when we think about having this mind that's in Christ Jesus, we think about the scriptures. And this is a part of what he's saying because we got to have a foundation of how to live. We live holy. So when we live holy, we live by the word of God. When we live in righteousness, we are righteous because of the shed blood of Jesus, the redemptive work of Jesus, and we are righteous because of what Jesus has done for us in shedding his blood, wiping away our sins, and we live righteous because he is righteous, and he's on the inside of us. So, we're all connected to God by creation, but when we are born again and put back in right standing with God, we got to go in through Jesus Christ. Now this is for my people out there who are listening, who are not saved. You need a savior because in this world that we're living in, where we're going and where we are now, you're going to have to hear the voice of God. You're going to have to be able to distinguish what is your mindset and what is the mind of God. God knows the plans that he has for you. Amen. So you're going to have to make a decision that do I want to continue to live in this world apart from God? We have to make a decision. If we are saved, am I walking is my life going the way it needs to be? Is it something that I'm missing even though I'm in the faith? Amen. So if you want to be born again, then all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ, the son of God, as your personal savior. So then this is what I believe in the Christian faith. And this is what we believe. We believe that Jesus is the son of God, 
that he came to earth. He was man and he was God. He died upon the cross, shed his blood for the remission of your and my sins. And after he died, his blood was shed to wash away your sins and my sins. And then he rose again. If you want him as your savior, all you got to do is this. Say, Lord, I want to live for you. I want to live for you. Please forgive me for my sins and what I have done in my past and be the Lord of my life. And if you mean that from your heart, God will hear you and you will be saved. So why did I give that? I said I was going to do it at the end. It's because I need to talk to my people who don't know God. Amen. Because this mindset that was in Christ Jesus also needs to be in you. So the mind of God, hallelujah, the mind of God. This is the ability that we have to tap into an infinite mind. We have the ability to tap into the mind of God. So faith comes by, the word says by hearing. It says this in Romans 10 and 17 and hearing by the word of God. So now that I've established what faith is, you got to be able to hear. You got to be able to hear what God is saying to you. You, the spirit, what is the spirit of the Lord saying to the church? That's the body of Christ. But I'm bringing it to your house and I'm bringing it directly to you, to your kitchen table, to your bedroom, to your living room, to your car, wherever you are. However, whatever state you're in, you got to be able to hear God for yourself because we coming into a time when you will need to hear the voice of God for yourself. You're going to need this for your life. You're going to need it for your life. So then to get to my scriptures in James. So then faith, the concept of faith. That is a faith that a strong belief and a trust that we have in God. Then there's a strong belief in the scriptures that are written that we have in God. And then even when Jesus was here teaching the gospel of the good news, he promised to give us a comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. That when you are born again, that he comes to reside in you and I. So we're talking about practical ways of living and we bringing it to 2023. So let's go to James now and let's look and see what God says in his word. It says in James 2 at verse 14. And we want to go through 26, but we're going to skip around. It says in 14. It says this, what does it profit my brethren? If someone says he has faith, 
but does not have works. Can faith save him? Let's answer this question. Can faith save him? Faith in Jesus Christ does save us. Amen. So you can be saved and have eternal salvation. So that means that when you die and you leave this earth, then you've got a home in heaven with the father. So we in the faith don't just believe that this is life. This is life here. This is a temporary moment in time. But after we die, the spirit that is in us, amen, it's going to live with God. That's how we believe. So it says, what does it profit my brethren? If someone says he has faith. So we all got faith if we believe in God. That's the beginning of our faith, that respect and that belief that we have in Jesus. That's the beginning of it. But he says, if someone says he has faith, but does not have works. Now, it says, can faith save him? So what God is trying to get us to see is this. We can believe in the scriptures. We can believe in God. But then when we just believe in the faith in the scriptures and in God, and then we don't have a corresponding action to what we believe, then the question is valid. Can faith save you? Because God is not just giving us these principles of faith, the scriptures, his voice and telling us things. That's why you need this mind of Christ. The Bible says that his sheep, he looks at us as sheep. Why does he look at you and I as sheep? He looks at us as sheep because sheep need a shepherd. They need somebody to guard them, to lead them, to guide them, to protect them. He says, Jesus says that my sheep know my voice. So then if we have the ability to tap into the mind of God and this mind of Christ that was also in Christ Jesus is supposed to be in you and I, then we got to get to the place that we connect, yes, with scriptures and the belief in God, but we also connect that thing back to our life. Amen. So then I can talk to God at any time. Because now I don't need a priest, a high priest. I can go directly to God. God can talk directly to me. Amen. So then when you're connected by faith to God and he talks to you, can you respond back to faith? Can you respond back to the voice of God in a manner that he wants you to respond to him in? So then you've got this mindset of Christ. Sometimes we say that God's not doing anything in our life. Sometimes we say this Bible don't work, but it's not that the Bible doesn't work. It's how connected are you to the mind of God and the word and responding in 
a right manner to what you are hearing or responding in a right manner to what you have heard. So then if there is a disconnect, it is not a disconnect because God is not working. It's because we're not working back towards the faith that we've heard. So we're not responding right to faith. So, and then one other thing that I do need to add that because God is not in time, we want things yesterday. We want things right now. And it doesn't always operate like that. God. So that's with God. So that's how we have to have patience. So now we got to mix our faith with some works. Now let's get, let's know that you can't work your way to salvation. Salvation is a free gift that you have by just accepting Jesus as your personal savior. And just even think about that. If he's your savior, He's saving you for eternal life, but he's saving you every day. What do we need to be saved from? We get saved from things that we don't even see. God is working all things together for our good. God is working behind the scenes when we don't even see it. Sometimes even in life in practical ways of living that God will show you what's going to be the best place for you to buy things. What's going to be the best place for you to go. So God is working. God is active even when we don't understand it all. Let's look at the concepts of, of your refrigerator. Your refrigerator keeps on working to keep your food cool. You don't see it operating. You just know it's working. You go and you open the refrigerator, it's still cool. That's how God is working. If that refrigerator don't work with all the parts together, it's not going to work out for your good. Amen. Because you're going you're gonna to lose something. Or you gonna you gonna lose something, or you gonna spend something because you got to get that refrigerator replaced. But God is it's the same concept. So then the refrigerator works together for good by the mechanisms that are in the refrigerator causing it to work. So then it's like the refrigerator has a mind that regulates it to present something good to you. So the mind of God. Coming to us is a way of presentation from God that's going to help our lives to work for good. Amen. But you got to put some works with it. So then the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's dual right there. Faith comes by hearing. So you grow in faith. But that ability to hear, it comes by the word of God. So what is the word of God? The word of God, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So then when you get a word from God, then you've got a rhema for your life. Then that is coming from heaven for your right now life. That's why Hebrews 11, it says now faith. Amen. Now faith. So then your faith is in your now. So what are you going to do with that rhema word that you get from God? And you're going to do with those scriptures that are written in the Bible, which is the logos of God. And then you got the mind of Christ. So then you know that when you hear the spirit of the Lord speaking to you, then you need to act. 
It is now faith. God has given you. Now I'm giving you permission. Now I'm telling you can do this. Now I'm telling you to do this thing. That is what the spirit of the Lord is saying. So can you connect with what God is telling you to do and operate in it? Work towards it. Take an action toward what you heard. Take an action towards the word. So I look at some things that all of us know, practical ways of living. And we can even look at some things in our time that have transpired that once were not here. And we can understand this thing. So then somebody had to hear God on some things. And then mankind has benefited from somebody looking at faith. And, and faith, we talked about how faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So then when tell, when the telephone was invented, these are things that did not exist, but they are in our world right now. Telephones, electricity, airplanes, automobiles, dishwashers, washing machines, computers, cell phones. So all these are things that we are very familiar with, but somebody saw it in the spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody saw it in the spirit. It didn't exist. Man was not familiar with it, but they caught a download coming from God. So somebody caught a word coming down from God, which was rhema to them. And because they trusted and held on to what they see, they worked that thing until the telephone, until electricity, until an airplane, until an automobile, a computer, a dishwasher, a washer, a dryer, a all came into existence. So they never existed in man's time, but in eternity, they already existed because they were in the mind of God all the way back from creation, all the way to it came into contact with man in time that that thing was in the mind of God and then God downloaded it to the creator and the creator worked that thing with works and faith in God that God showed me this and mankind has benefited. So this is what God is saying to you. God is saying that I, this mind that was in Christ Jesus, this mind for scriptures, but this mind that's connected to the power source of God, that is the mind that you and I are to tap into. So the question was asked, it says, can faith save him? It says, let's go down to, and the answer is, yes, it can. If you work it with works. Amen. So you got to, when God speaks to you and he speaks through faith to you, and you hold on to that word of God that's proceeding out of the mouth of God directly to you. Put some actions with what you heard. So then what you heard and what God says, 
may not be here in time, but it is already a finished work in Christ Jesus. If you work it, you sitting in your living room, sitting in your car, wherever you are listening to me, you're the person who brings that thing forth into time. God wants it to shift your world. God wants to show you innovative things. God wants to show you things for your health. God wants to show you things for your family. God wants to show you things that you will need in this economy and time for your right now. For your right now. So this mind of God, tap into the mind of God. He says in verse 17, thus also faith by itself. If it does not have works, is dead. So if God is just talking to you, and it's plenty of you guys who have said, God has told me to do this. Some people have, have gone with what they've heard and they've manifested success. Some people have heard it and did nothing with it and then say, God don't work. But no, God works. You didn't work. Amen. So, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Verse 18 says, but someone will say you have faith and I have works. Now I'm reading from James 2 and I'm at verse 18. He says, but someone will say you have faith and I have works. He says, show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. So then you can have faith and you can be sitting there with your faith and things all around you fall apart when God was trying to download to you some things. And you can use what you hear in the spirit when you know the foundational scriptures. And then when you are sheep and you know his voice. And then when you just hold that and you do nothing with it, then your world is going to be just like anybody else who refuses to change with time. Look, can you imagine that all these things that I talked about to you when I talked about you, how God downloaded innovations? What about a person who refuses to accept a change that God is bringing in time? So then this person still, uh, rides a horse this person still washes his clothes in the print in the branch this person still puts wood in a wood heater and cooks his food on the stove or this person still hangs clothes out on the clothesline now some people still hang them out on the clothesline i'm not talking bad about that but i'm just saying when it's a refusal to accept how god is bringing innovation to humanity so he's saying here there has to be faith but he says you show me your faith without works and i will show you my faith by my works so he's gonna produce something for god now in the kingdom of god there's supposed to be a benefit to god Jesus, the plan of salvation was to benefit man so that man could have back dominion. So that man could 
go directly into the presence of the living God. There's a benefit when we serve him, when we serve God. So he says, I will show you my faith by my works. Verse 20, it says, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So then faith will just be sitting there on the shelf and it's going to get dust on it like anything else that you dust, uh, that you don't dust and clean up. It's going to just sit there. It's going to do nothing. It's just a belief inside of you. It's a belief. It's like the stories that people tell about somebody out and they were drowning and God kept sending by these boats or however that story went. And so the person kept refusing it. But God is sending me today to talk to you. I'm the voice of one who's just preaching to you. But somewhere within your spirit, I pray to God that you can hear God in me. That you don't just hear me as a preacher or a female preacher, but you hear the voice of God speaking to you to change your life. He says in verse number 20, but do you want to know, know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar? So, he Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac and he proved by him willing to sacrifice Isaac that he was going to obey God and he was justified. God stopped him. The angel of God stopped him from doing it, but God saw that he would obey him. Are you going to obey the voice of God that you're hearing for your life? Verse 22 says, do you see that? Faith was working together with his works and by works, faith was made perfect. It was made complete. And the scriptures was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God. So if God is telling you something, the thing is, is do you believe what God is saying? And let's go back and see who God is. He is God almighty. He is the creator of the universe. Amen. He has the ability to just blow in man and man became a living soul. Are you going to believe God and tap into the mind of God? Are you going to believe God? Are you just going to do nothing with what he's saying to you? He says, and it was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. So he surrendered. Who are you to God? You are a son and the daughter of the most high God. If you are born again, if you don't know him as your personal savior, you are uh, created in the image of God. Then you need a relationship with him. The Bible says, and he was called the friend of God. We want to be the children of God, the friends of God. The, we can see ourselves as servants of God because we are so connected to him. But when you get to that status of when you are friends with God, 
He speaks to you about the things that are on his heart. He speaks. God will talk to you about the things that's on his mind. That's what it means to be a friend of God. You know what God is doing. You know what God, how God is moving. Because when you're friends with somebody, you're intimate with each other. You share some things that you may not share with other people. It says, and you see then that a man is justified by works. You don't work your way into salvation, but once you get in faith, there needs to be some corresponding actions that you have on part of what you believe and who you believe in and how the voice of God is talking to you. And then you move in action to what you have heard and what the word of God, the scriptures have revealed. It says, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. And then let's skip down to verse number 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is is dead also. So connect your faith. Connect what you know in scripture. Connect to the mind of God. And get moving in action with some works towards your faith. There is a world that is out here that's dependent upon your moving in God. Your own life is dependent upon your moving in God in faith. Faith to his logos word, but faith to the word that comes out of his mouth. Faith to the scriptures, faith to the rhema word of God coming out of the mouth of God. Don't say that God's word doesn't work. It'll work if you work it. It'll work. Faith will work if you work faith. Amen. 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 I went a little bit long, but I wanted to bring you the second part of practical living. I've brought it to you now. I pray that you will Listen to this podcast and that I pray that there has been benefit to you in what you've heard today. So I am going to get ready to sign off and I hope to come back to you soon with some more refreshing times. Check me out on YouTube because there are some things that may be of value to you on YouTube. And so I just invite you, if you're listening to the podcast, to check it out. And then for those of you who are listening to the YouTube, I invite you to go check out the podcast. I've got some words to you from God that God wants me to share to the body of Christ right now. And then again, I just going to talk to the naysayers that say that women aren't supposed to preach. Well, that is fine. That is your thing. But my thing is this. There is a word that is coming down from God right now. And God just needs willing vessels that will go out and proclaim the word of God. I want to see your life change. I don't want to see you suffer. I don't want to see you go through things. I want to see you live a, an abundant life in Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So thank you for listening. And until we meet again, be blessed in the Lord. Bye-bye.